0: The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this cowboys? Yes! Go cowboys. This, this is, is Cowboys Storyline with Nick Eatman.
1: What is up? It is time for Cowboys Storyline. I'm Nick Eatman here. It is Thursday, December the 7th. Moving right along here in this month of December, final one of 2023. Cowboys still have five games to go and uh, some tough ones coming up. Obviously, it starts with the Eagles. We we knew this coming in. That this was going to be a huge game, and uh, it's the last team to beat Dallas, and we'll see if the Cowboys can get a little revenge on them. It should be uh, a fun one Sunday night against the Eagles. Now, like we do before we kind of turn it loose to, to you guys on the, the calls and, and the text, uh, we'll we go through some of the storylines and It's hard to get a bigger storyline than your head coach in the hospital uh, for appendicitis on uh, Wednesday. That was kind of a surprise uh, news, obviously, uh, with Mike McCarthy. Uh, He should be doing fine, though. He did leave the hospital, back home. Um, and and uh, you know they've got some they've got some experience on the coaching staff. Obviously, it starts with Dan Quinn, Dan Quinn, uh, Brian Schottenheimer, and uh, John Fossil, the special teams coordinator. All three of them kind of helping with running uh, practice duties. Uh, Dan Quinn met with the media yesterday. I, I believe Schottenheimer will talk to the media here in about an hour and a half or so. So they're all kind of pitching in and and helping. Uh, the plan, the plan is for McCarthy to be coaching. The game. Even Dak Prescott said yesterday he, he chatted with reporters a little bit uh, about it. And he said, "I, I know Mike's going to be really pissed about it. You're just mad because of a game like this. You, you know, you you want to have all hands on deck, and, and and he he's expecting that was the plan yesterday that that McCarthy would be ready to coach on Sunday. Uh, I think everyone's kind of like, we'll see what happens, and we'll see what that looks like. Uh, I'm, I, again, I have not heard anything that changes that uh, if he's on the sideline that would be great if if not maybe maybe it's a switch maybe dan quinn who's up in the booth is on the sideline and and mike is is upstairs don't know don't know what's going to happen we'll see uh, on how uh he's doing but hopefully uh coach mccarthy is, is doing better and feeling better and uh everything would would be uh as about as normal as you can be heading into this game so that's the big storyline i think for for today um, obviously there's a whole lot more going on with, you know, Cowboys, Eagles, and just everything that, that this means for the playoff picture. So let's get it started. Let's we'll start with the, with the phone calls. We've got, um, Shelby in Virginia is our first caller. Shelby, what's up?
2: Hey, Nick, how's it going?
1: Good. How are you doing?
2: I'm doing great. I've got a quick question for you. I'm, if if I told you right now, you're going to be on the road and you're in the NFC championship and you're going to win. Would you rather that be against the Eagles in Philly or in San Francisco? Uh, especially considering you're the one that's going to be mo- <laughs> most likely doing the documentary that covers it. Uh, so I'll just hang up and listen. Thank that's,
1: you. That thank you. That's going to be the best question of the day. Like that right there is the best question we'll get today. At least at least that's where it starts. That's where it starts. He's the first caller. That's what you do. That's a leadoff home run right off the bat. Great question. Thank you, Shelby. Um for that question. All right. You know, here's somebody that's never been to an NFC championship game. Um ever. So um, you know, I I would play the game in Wichita Falls, honestly. I, I think that'd be kind of fun too. That's pretty full circle for me. Um, but at Philly or at San Francisco, if you have to win it on the road in someone else's house, you know what? I want everyone to call. To answer that question right there, because that that's a tough one. Because as soon as you think you've got the answer, then um, you, you're like, I don't know. I'm leaning towards Philly. Then again, do you want stuff thrown at you? I, I don't know. Forty Nine ers, from a historical standpoint, is pretty cool too. I'm going to let that one kind of go throughout the day here. Um, that's that's a pretty good pretty good question. Would you rather the Cowboys win the NFC? crown to go to the super bowl at san francisco or at philly uh and 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 that's the question those are the two options obviously you'd love to do it at home if you can and and these these fans have waited so long to get a chance to do that and see that certainly that would be great but if you can't do that and does it look like that's going to be the easiest route um that's that's a good one man i'm gonna I lean towards Philly, but I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. All right, we got a text message question here. Uh, Carl in Nashville. Random question. That's about as random as it gets, but he's got, he's got a random one. Did you, did you or the team ever talk with Dave Spadaro after the infamous star incident? I think that was the last overboard rivalry moment between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Uh, yes. Yes, that conversation has been had. Uh, Dave Spadaro, uh, he does uh, similar work that I would, you know, that I would do here at dot He does dot Philadelphia he has been there a long time. Uh, he does a lot of stuff on air. He writes stories. I, I, I think he leads their team and, 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 you know, digital content and all that. Um, and yes, the first, I think it was first year, second year, they came down to Philly. Um, the first year of the stadium, new stadium. And uh, he did, they came in on Saturday. I think they had a practice on saturday to check out the new place and get the you know players sometimes teams will do that and he did a video and then he spit on the star uh at the 50 yard line spit on the star um thought that was cute and all that stuff um that didn't go well obviously uh he apologized he apologized to me and i believe Derek eagleton um at the game, you know, the next day or, or maybe later on that season, I'm not sure exactly how it went down, but yeah, it was, it was definitely discussed. Uh, he was apologetic about it. And, um, you know get, you know sometimes you get caught up in the rivalry you get caught up in what you think your fans want to to you know see and hear and all that stuff and, and, and go overboard a little bit so yeah that happened he apologized and um, he's still there you know and they, they do good work they, the, the eagles website then and, and their digital team social team they, they do some good work too i mean it's a rivalry obviously on the field but when we look around and look at the numbers and stats and who what teams are doing good stuff you know, we like to think we're up there because we are, but they're up there as well. They do some really good stuff, and he's he's a part of that. But so that was that happened a long time ago, and and it hasn't been forgotten. But yeah, yeah, it kind of move on. All right, Brian in Kansas City is our next caller. Brian, what's up? Good morning, Nick. Good morning. How are you, sir? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Hey, I bought
3: a new smart TV yesterday, and it came with the only football app on there was the dallas, the blue star of the dallas cowboys let's go all I'm right i'm telling you i'm t- i love it i love it i yeah. didn't know i didn't know about it until i got the new tv
1: yeah yeah that's uh that's awesome so that, that does that now you, do you watch on the on the app now is that where, i mean you, you're gonna watch on tv yeah so it's a smart tv yep. so it's just like the youtube app but it's only your content yeah. it's So you
3: know you don't have to. I don't have to flip through and find anything. Whatever current show is being aired is right Right in
1: front. Yep, that's uh. Yeah, you can download the Cowboys app, watch it on your on your smart TV. It's probably the easiest way to go in in and on on everything. Yeah, here we go. We we love to do that. (laughs) We there you go, Chris. We love to do that. Also, too on game day, and we we'd love to for you to check out all the action. We got post game, pre game. All that, you know, we got a pregame show, we got like three postgame shows. I, I still can't keep up with what we do on the postgame. So so a lot of Cowboys content uh, throughout the day, Not not just Monday through Friday, but definitely on game day as well.
3: I'm going to love that being up here because I can't see Cowboys pregame in Kansas City. So I'm going to just
1: love that. Uh, The pregame show's got Kyle Yeomans host it. We've got Nate Newton, Barry Church, Isaiah Stanback. They they throw it to me on the field. We got Stephen Jones interviewed before the game. A lot of of good stuff there in the the pregame show. So definitely check that out if you haven't so far. Um, What do you got? What do you got on your mind? Well, so, you
3: know, i give you what, what I think my matchup to watch this, this week is, and then maybe I'd like to hear yours. Yeah. And then I had an old-time moment. Okay. Not, not a player, just an old-time moment. moment. So, my, I think the offensive line is playing just, just head, head and shoulders mm-hmm. above where they were a month and a half ago. I think the running game is going to be just different this time. I know the, you know the Eagles have a good defensive line, but that's the matchup I want to see. Yeah. So I was hoping to get your opinion on what matchup you're really looking forward to. And then my old-time uh, play, it's really just one play, I just happened to catch it on YouTube the other day, and it's one of the funniest things you'll ever see because it, 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 it looks like a comic. But it's uh, Larry Allen in that play where he chases down the Saints linebacker from behind. Right. I just love that play. I mean, because you just can't – you look at how big he is. Yeah. And he's passing these other people on the field. Yeah. It, it's, it just looks comical, man. It's just unbelievable guy like that. Anyway, yeah. I'll hang up and listen to your answer, brother.
1: All right. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, the matchup to watch, I think you hit it. I mean, that's it. That's it for me is the offensive line. Because think about how that the, they played. They went three-game stretch there before the Seattle game, three games in a row where they didn't give up a sack. The, the The last game they had given up a sack was five to the Eagles, and they actually lost the game because they gave up a sack, an 11-yard sack right there when they're trying to score and win the game. That was the difference maker in the whole game was that sack um, that, that pushed them back to, like, the 20-yard line from the 11 to the 21 the full start penalty was big, but I still think you could score from the 11. Uh, you know, with a first and goal of the, you know, at the 11-yard line. But you get back to the 21, 22, that changes everything. And so that that was the key. So now how do the Cowboys handle that? Handle that kind of pressure? They they've been they've been doing fine against Washington and and, and Carolina, the Giants, you know, they didn't give up any sacks. But Seattle, Seattle got gave four sacks and the Eagles had five the last time they met so that's going to be the key is can they get balance can they run the ball can they get out of those third and long situations so that's going to be the key there that that play of Larry Allen that you're talking about is one of the top plays and and that I you know if I did a list of my favorite plays of all time that's right up there that's right up there at least in the top ten um, you know. Monday night game against the Saints, you know, it wasn't 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 the greatest game, but but they that play right there just showed what kind of athletic ability he had. And I think the best part about it is the the guys in the booth. If the ABC, it was Dan Dierdorf, uh Frank Gifford, I think Al Michaels, and they were just going berserk. They couldn't believe Dan Dierdorf's big old lineman himself. He couldn't believe that. They were raving about that. The, the guy that intercepted the pass never even got mentioned uh, because it was just all about Larry Allen. You know, the Saints had first and goal at the 10-yard line or something like that. No one cared because Larry Allen just made that play. So that that was that probably, you know, everyone's got a Hall of Famers have like their Hall of Fame moment, and he's got a lot of pancakes, but his best play was probably one where he had to run 40, 50 yards. So pretty awesome play there. Thanks for bringing that up. All right, let's go to Matt. He's in Raleigh, North Carolina.
4: Matt. Hi Nick, how are you? Hey, man, how are you doing? I can't complain. All right. Um, I got two questions for you. Um, okay. So, one, I'm hearing rumors, and I know you can't really sometimes talk about players on different teams, but I'm hearing rumors that the Cowboys might be interested in Anthony Barr uh, from the Vikings. Obviously, he was with us last year. He's um, consistently being escalated from the practice squad um, to their to their starting lineup, and I believe they only have one more week left of that. Uh, but I believe Sports Illustrated wrote an article um, saying that there looks like there's some interest in the Cowboys potentially poaching. So i just curious if you heard anything regarding I, that. Yeah, I, I haven't. Think. I haven't.
1: I haven't heard much about that. And let's be, be real careful with, with some of those stories like that, just rumor mill, you know, articles like that. Uh, you know, I, I think that whole thing came from Brian Broadness. I think Brian was kind of throwing that out there on the radio. And if you look at that <laughs> article, that article says, Brian is the one kind of just mentioning it a little bit. Yeah, you know, Anthony Barr on the practice squad and I'm not and Brian might know more about this, but that article was because Brian, he might be spitballing and throwing some stuff out there. That's what he does, you know, and that's what he should do. But I think I think that's kind of taken on a little of a, a life of its own there. I'm not sure that there's a real serious uh part of the Cowboys trying to get Anthony Barr. I think there's a reason Anthony Barr is on their practice squad cuz the Vikings are trying to get him on their team. That's that's what it looks like to me. You don't just sit on the practice squad when you're a, you know a ten year vet like that. Um, th- they have a plan for him. I think that's that's what it is. That's what I would think. I could be wrong, but I don't know. There's a lot to
4: that. Gotcha. Thank Great. you. And then my second question, and I'll and I'll hang up and listen. But um, obviously, going into the Eagles, um, Dallas is hot. We have one of the best records in the, in the NFL. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of uh, people would say you know we're Super Bowl contenders, but. If we go in, if if the Phillies come to Dallas and and say we we lose this game, does that 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 change your 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 viewpoint on this team? Do we go from Super Bowl contenders to Super Bowl pretenders, and it's it's last year all over again, or do you, is this is this a game like to me? In my opinion, this is a game where we one we have to win to win the, to even have a chance to division. But to me, this is more of a game that we have to win to tell ourselves that we we are contenders. Um, so I just would love to hear your your thoughts on that.
1: I think that sounds good. You know, th- thanks for the call, uh, Matt. Appreciate that. And and there's a lot of people that kind of think that. Mentally, the Cowboys need to do this. They need to show themselves that they can win. And, and I agree with that. I mean, you need to show it at some point. You know, at some point, you've got to show that you can win the game. Um, but I've seen basketball teams that trailed the whole game and hit a game-winning shot at the at the buzzer, and they never led, but they did win the game. You'll take that all day long, as opposed to somebody that was winning. You know, so it doesn't really matter. The end result is there, but but you know, from a mental standpoint, we all want to see it. That's what it is. The fans want to see that. They want to think that this season is different, and because it feels different. I heard that. I've heard that a hundred times. It just feels different. That just it just feels different this year. And I get it, but you want it to be different. That's what the key is. Doesn't matter what it feels. Just be different and so that's that's what this comes down to but if they don't beat the eagles that that does that mean they're not in the play no i mean it doesn't because what will happen is this if they don't beat the eagles and they somehow they win that first playoff game and then they go they have maybe they have to go play the eagles again you know what everyone's gonna say on this show and they're gonna throw they're gonna point to the 07 giants Remember those seven Giants? Cowboys waxed them twice in the regular season. They get to the playoffs. They didn't win the game. The Giants went and won the Super Bowl. That game's gonna be referenced. So you're gonna spin it any way you want to spin it. If the Cowboys can win one of these games, they go to Miami, everyone will feel better about that or the beat the Lions or whatever it is. You know, but but I think, yes, we all want to see this game and and, and and want the Cowboys to win this, and would help from a mental uh, aspect of um, but I don't know if it's must-win, but I, I think it's, it's one that everybody just wants to see because we're tired of thinking this is different. They want it to be more than feeling different. They want it to be different. All right, let's go to our next caller. Ron is in Silver City, New Mexico. Ron, what's up?
5: Hey, not much. Hey, Nick, Nick uh, glad to talk to you. Yeah. Hey, just let you know, I'm 66 years old. There's been three things constant in my life, which has been hunting, baseball, and the Dallas Cowboys. With that being said, there's some stuff that's happening with the Cowboys right now that I don't understand. Uh, First thing, we're playing a quality um, opponent. We win the flip. Why do we take the ball first? The game is won in the second half. We almost lost it because we didn't defer against the, the Seahawks. Second of all, we keep on doing these dumb mistakes at the end of the game. Uh, why not run the ball two times at the end zone and if we don't make it then they go 98 yards or whatever with what I think they had one possibly no timeouts. Right. no they didn't have to do that my next little gripe Michael Gallup I loved him I think his rehab comeback is over we have Brooks and we have what's his name Bennett from the Steelers they are going to Michael Gallup's not getting no separation at all. Uh, and, and when he does, he drops the ball. Uh, I think Brooks and and help me out with that Pittsburgh Steelers Mark guy. Davis, that, Mark
1: Davis Bryant. Um, Bryant, yeah. yeah,
5: yeah.
1: So What's So th- with him? Third and eight. Third and eight, late in the game, driving down, you throw the ball. You want him to throw it to Brooks, Tolbert, or Gallup? Third and eight.
5: Either one of them, but not Gallup
1: disagree disagree on that oh, but that's okay that i mean oh, okay, that's fine okay. no, no,
5: that's i don't fine. i don't agree
1: but uh, the, but but i get your point like this is an off season When you get to the off season hey all bets are off look at his money look at everything go all right is this what we need to do but right now He's not causing a problem for me. He is, He's a wide receiver that has made plays. He's not a problem in the locker room. He doesn't care. I mean, not care. He's not, he's not making a big deal about not getting the ball. He knows it's going to come to him, keep doing his thing. And I think he makes a play. I wouldn't worry about – I don't think he's a progress stopper because he's taken reps from Jalen Tolbert or, or Jalen Brooks. I don't believe that. I, I think he's just – I mean, look at it. CD gets 17 targets a game. That's where the targets and the catches are going. Everybody wanted CD to get the ball. Everyone wants Cooks to get the ball. And now Ferguson. They're all getting the ball. And then whatever happens, what's left over for Gallup is fine. The money doesn't add up for that kind of role. But we'll worry about that in the offseason. I don't think you worry about it right now. I, don't, I just don't have the problem with Michael Gallup right now because he's just been passed over. There's better options. But I, I, I still think he can make a play for you uh, when you need him to. I, I, I believe that.
5: Let me ask one more quick question yeah. about Gallup because this isn't something you don't get to see on TV. Okay, yes, they're going through CD. You said eighteen. Uh-huh. Let's give them nineteen twenty. But uh, but Gallup is he open when they're not throwing them the ball?
1: Um. I I don't I mean there's I'm sure there there's times it's not it's not as much. He does not have that kind of separation that like the other guys do. You're you're right about that. You're right about that. I don't think the other guy I don't think he's taking snaps away from from better players though. I really don't. Okay. That's, That's very fair. But uh but that, but hey, it it's a it's a problem. This guy, you know, for the production you're getting Ten million a year, or something like that. That's 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 not that's not a great contract at all. It's a bad contract for the production that you're getting right now, and I think it's something that will needs to be addressed uh, next year for sure, or in the off season. All right. Okay, one, more, oh. one more
5: question. Oh. Yeah, and it is about about Brooks and Bryant that I am. Okay. Uh, should should I be that excited, or are they just oh just are they just other receivers?
1: Um, Brooks, I mean, different, different. Oh, thanks for the call. Appreciate that. And I'm going to get to the the part you said about winning the toss and all that. Um And, but I, I mean, that's two different guys here. We're talking about a, a rookie, you know, seventh round pick that, that's still trying to figure out, you know, his way a little bit And Jalen Brooks and Martavis Bryant. You know, he, he's been out of football for five years. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if he'll ever play uh this year he's doing some decent things on the practice squad it wouldn't surprise me if they elevate him you know they have some elevations, so it wouldn't surprise me if they elevate him you know if the if one of the receivers maybe is banged up a little bit you want to get a little depth there you know you have some receivers to put up there so that i i wouldn't be surprised if he plays um but but you know jalen brooks he's you know he, he's pretty good i mean he he had a really good training camp. Good, pre uh, better training camp than preseason. Gotten the games didn't do a, a ton, but he's you know he's getting some some work in there, and I, I think he's getting better and better. I'd like to see his progress next year, see what happens a full year in the weight room. I think he'll be a guy that that really makes a big splash next year, training camp and preseason. Um, this was uh, what am I reading here? What's. Um, I, I'll I'll get to the point about the about my my opinion about play by play. Sorry, Chris. Chris tried to give me a, something on on the stats here, but but I'll say this about play by play. I mean about the um, uh, taking the ball. Um, you know the, the Cow- I mean Cowboys. I, didn't the 49ers, I mean didn't the Seattle win the toss? That's why I just sent okay. you. Okay, sorry. You it, it's a paragraph. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The, the Seattle Seattle won the toss, so they they they, they got the ball um, to start the you know, and, and it was the Cowboys you know the the Cowboys scored with what a minute and a half to go I mean Seattle came down in the second quarter and scored and then they, they get the ball I mean that's the key the key is is that if your other team's going to get the ball to start the third quarter that you better you better bleed the the clock and score last don't give them any time don't give them any of that back to back where they get two possessions in a row and also score first score I mean that's that's the key. Um, if 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 the other team's getting the ball to start the second half, you're starting the game. Go score. That's that's where you get the extra possession. The extra possession is that you're starting it off, and and you need to do something with it. So. Um, I, I, yes, I get, I, I see the whole, we've seen games this year where teams score at the end and then they score again, but that's on the Cowboys. They, they, they've they got to stop them or they've got to get the ball and make sure that they don't give them extra time for that. So, all right, let's, uh let's, let's go to a quick break here. Let's go to break here on Cowboys storyline. uh We got more calls to take here, more questions. We'll be right back here on Cowboys storyline. Yes, any Dr. Pepper flavor will do. Now, just a reminder that I don't need to be a real doctor to know that Dr. Pepper
0: a location near you. Back, back to Cowboys
1: storyline. All right, guys, let's get back here to the phone lines. We've got uh, Dylan. He's in Northport, uh, Northport, Florida. Right?
6: Yes, sir. Okay. Northport, right. Florida. What's up, man? What's going on? How you doing
1: today? I'm good. What's on your mind?
6: Good. Um, yeah, I just wanted to give you my score prediction. Won't be able to call in tomorrow, so right. I'll give you that. And I want to talk about uh, Jalen Hurts and what Carr said about him on the, the show the other day. There. Uh-huh. Um, I know you mentioned it yesterday, so uh, everything he was saying was like it was pretty accurate, except until he had his crazy idea to throw Mariota in there. I mean, Hurts is he's playing hurt right now. He's mm-hmm. got a messed up leg, and you know his game is, is mobile. He's not really a pocket guy. He's not going to stand in there and go through a bunch of progressions. Uh, RPO the first read there, no. Is is the second guy there? If there's a second guy, no. Okay, take off running. Well, he's he's missing the running element right now, so that's something Dallas has to capitalize on for sure. Um, keep the contain. He's not as mobile as he usually is. And then, like uh, Brian was suggesting uh, on the other show there on the break, uh, just you know Parsons needs to be rushing up the middle consistently, not the edge. So play contain, send Parsons up the middle, and hopefully you got something cooking there. So so we'll see.
1: Yeah. Definitely. I think I think you're right about that. I mean, I I think, you know, I think just putting Micah at different spots and just not letting anybody get a read on where he's going to be, I think is the biggest key when it comes to Micah, which means the other guys got to move around, too. And those guys have to be flexible. Yeah,
6: 100 percent for sure. And good news is our D line is flexible. I think our our guys have the ability to play different positions for sure. So we've got that going for us. Uh, score prediction, um, you know, last week I said the horseshoe was, was going to fall out of their butt and uh, it was all going to come crashing down with the Niners because the Niners don't play with their food, and uh, they didn't. So, um, you know, horseshoe did come crashing out uh, last week. So there's going to be a blowout this week. I think it's going to be something similar. I think Dallas wins handedly, which is uh, – I feel kind of crazy saying that, uh, but I, I think Dallas wins by a, a couple of scores here. It's going uh, to be 34-21. 34-21.
1: All right. Sounds good. All right. That would be sense. that will be a fun game if that happens just like that. So, um, all right, uh, let's keep let's keep moving here. Remember the eight 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 five five two two nine seven is the phone line. We got a line open here, so let's get to uh, Las Vegas, Rob in Las Vegas. Hey Nick. Hey Rob, how are you doing?
7: I'm good. How are you?
1: Good, good. What do you got? Uh,
7: this is all to me. The the Philly game is it's on our defense. I mean, I don't want to see if we defer the will let Philly come right down and score a touchdown. We've been doing that lately where this defense isn't coming out ready to play or whatever, yeah. and, and then we're down. I'd like to see Donovan Wilson get out of witness protection and actually make a play. I, don't, I have never seen a guy who from last year was so hot to this year, he, I don't even see him on the field. I don't know what happened. I don't know if Dan Quinn just is using him different, but this guy has been invisible the whole year. yeah, and and I just think, listen, it's not a must-win because it's not the playoffs, but psychologically it is. I mean, they, they hear they haven't beaten anybody. They, they, they hear it because they comment about it. And I just think, listen, you're going to meet these guys maybe again. You have to, and they're in your division, you're at home. You got the hottest quarterback in the NFL. You're you're, you're rolling and knockwood, You're healthy, so there's no reason not to beat this team.
0: Yeah. And
7: with Jalen Hurts, just don't let him run that quarterback draw. I know they say his knee hurts, but I don't know. When I watched him beat Buffalo, he ran from about 20 yards out. Uh, he still could run. He may not be able to cut, but they run that that quarterback design draw we got to stop that and and do what the 49ers they they kind of said listen we're just going to keep them in front of us and um cowboys should win this game i mean that this is their time it, they're, they're, these are the games now you got to stretch and let and let's go
1: all right all right i'm with you i'm with you on that i think i, I agree with that that you know from a from just a mental standpoint uh, psychologically you got to you, you got to have it i mean you 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 want you just want like i said before i think i think the fans want to really see that i think it's for their own uh you know purposes that but but yeah with you know, the Cowboys, I think you, you, you need – we've seen it before where they, you know, they, they play that way. They play with emotion. They they lost that game to Philadelphia, but they lost in a way that I, th- I think that it, it, it propelled them. Um, we have, you know, we haven't seen them lose since then. And, I, and I, I think that it gave them a little bit of confidence knowing, can't beat ourselves. Let's clean up our own game here, and we should be able to beat these teams and beat them soundly. Um, now it gets tougher when you know the, the, this group of, of schedule here. This this part of the schedule is obviously going to get tougher. But uh, yeah, I, I think I think the Cowboys need to see it from themselves. I think it's the more of the fans than them. But um, but we'll see. You know, right now this is. I don't know if this is a good time to, to to play the Eagles or not. I really don't. I mean, um, just because we'll see how Philadelphia responds. You know, they lost to the Jets, and then where well, they win six in a row, seven in a row. You know, so then but they, they got beat pretty soundly the other night. Let's see if they, you know, do they lose two in a row? Do they? I mean, we'll see what they're made up as well. So this is going to be one of those emotional games. It's going to be a really, really intense. Uh, and, you know, fun game, I think, just because both teams probably feel like they just have to have it. And that's why I have a hard time thinking it's going to be, you know, one-sided or a blowout, just because I think both teams are, are desperate sort of in their own way. So, All right, let's go to uh, Armando. He's in Mexico City. Armando.
8: No. Hi, Nick, how are you? Hi,
1: how are you doing? Fine, first
8: time caller. Well, first time getting through, actually. Nico! Oh, thank you. <laughs> hey, so, hey, Nick! I wanna congratulate you. You have an amazing memory. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, oh. sometimes I forget what what the last caller just said. But then sometimes I'll remember a game from 1984. Like it just it happens like that. So
8: yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, you know, I've been a Cowboys since the middle 70s. Well, we only got uh, Cowboys and Steelers games back in the 70s in Mexico City. Well, actually, the whole of Mexico. So I had a poster of uh, Roger Stobach was my favorite Cowboy back then.
1: Nice, nice,
8: nice. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I know uh, the teams have to have an international home game every eight years. I think that's correct. You should come, call Jerry and tell him to come to, to Azteca Stadium, biggest stadium. Yeah. I think we still have the record for an NFL game, over 100,000 people, something like that.
1: Yeah.
8: So it'd be like a, like a home game, I guarantee that. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, that would. Yeah, I don't know how the format works there on on when, you know, when the teams play, and, and they've changed some of the rules on on how you get an international game. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure the Cowboys would love to go to Mexico City, and I'm sure Mexico City would love for the Cowboys to be there too.
8: That would be crazy. You know, my favorite Cowboy of all time is uh, officially Jason Witten, mm-hmm. and uh, that play when against the Eagles when he lost his helmet. The fact that you have an actual uh, rule named after you—that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. You
1: know? Well, and my, unless you're my, Roy uh, Williams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well,
8: that's that's not a good one. What anyway? Right,
1: right. You don't want you know, some rules. You don't want named after you. But yeah, like yeah. in this case, it's cool. Even though it wiped out a cool play, I mean, you'll never see it again. That's what makes, it, I guess, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah,
8: and my my unofficial is Bill Bates. You no. Know? Yeah. They they used to call him in the Spanish. Uh, broadcast the local baits, the local the crazy bait, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, me, wasn't he the first special teamer to go right. and to the Pro Bowl? Right. I think it's the first time ever.
1: I think they, they created the, a spot in the Pro Bowl, uh, you know, not just because of him, but I mean, he was the first one in the NFC, and and you know, I think he kind of t- took the, he helped take that to special teams to another level where you know you you really recognize it and they appreciate that that position and he was the first one uh for the for the NFC uh to make it
8: yeah well my just a quick my let's test your memory my random cowboy is wasat Carano, third quarterback before I mean, after Royer Stovak and Danny White in the seventies, I don't think he ever took a snap, But I don't, I can't
1: remember. He be did. Sure of it. He did. He started a game one time. He started one game, oh, okay. I think, against Baltimore, and they won. Um, yeah, Glenn Carano. I know yeah. this. I, I, I know. And 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 when I turned eighteen, my dad sent me a a, a birthday card, I guess, and said, uh, "Happy Glenn Carano Day." Um, Oh well wow. Yeah, so he was eighteen and uh and and I never really played or anything. I think his daughter was uh a pretty famous MMA fighter, UFC fighter, um like maybe like ten years ago or so. Like she was like really, really good Gina. I I, I don't know. I don't follow the sport, but I think his daughter was really good uh in you know, mixed martial arts or UFC, something something like that. So anyway, that's what I know about Glenn Carano. Wow.
8: Well, See, you have an amazing memory. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I just get on right. the line
1: Thank you for having me. And Thank you. One last, do you think ever Tony Romo gets into the Ring of Honor? Ring of I Honor? Yes, I do. Thank you for the call, Armando. Uh, yeah, I think Tony Romo gets into the Ring of Honor. I believe that. Um, a lot of stats, a lot of records, and uh, Jerry loves him. So, you know, his third kid is named Jones. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, you're saying, like, I, I think. Not because of that. I think Romo. Uh, I think he's deserving. Let's don't go down the road of Romo versus Danny White and all that stuff. I. I uh, that's a whole other show. Um, but do I think that, that Tony Romo will get in? I do. I do think he will. All right. Let's go to Kent in Buford, South Carolina. Yes. What's up, man? Everything.
2: Cowboys. First time caller. All
1: right. <laughs> This might be our first call from South Carolina. Honestly, I mean, I was trying to look through the look through the stats, and I don't I don't see another call from South Carolina. So, you know, that's awesome.
2: What do you got, man? Well, I've been a Cowboy fan for, since 1966, and uh, I just love the Cowboys. Always will, no matter how they're playing, what they've done. I've seen them do it all. That's <laughs> Awesome. I tell you, I, I love your show, man. I appreciate what you're doing. And, uh,
1: I've been watching you for years, too. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Call every day, man. Call every day.
2: Well, I try to, but sometimes I can't get through. But <laughs> I got through today, I said, Chris, good grief, that's Chris. <laughs> anyway, I, I do appreciate, appreciate what you're doing. That's our first um, good
1: grief uh, on this Cowboys storyline for sure. Good grief, man. <laughs> <laughs> good grief, that's Chris. That's what I'm going to say. Every I time I walk by, I'm going to be like, good grief, that's Chris. <laughs> this is awesome. This is awesome. Yeah. yeah. What What do you think is going to happen in the game this week? I think
2: the Cowboys are going to turn it over on them. I, you know, they played way too good to have not beaten them the last time, and I think it was a home field advantage. I think they're going to take them to, 35-17.
1: All right, 35-17. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Kent. First caller of the day I had posed this question, and nobody has, has, has mentioned it since, but if the Cowboys won the NFC championship on the road, would you rather be in Philly or San Francisco?
2: Philadelphia. Good to I, I hate know. I hate I hate both of them. but you know, Philadelphia fans are so nasty. Sometimes I just you know, I just they'd be just another spur in their yeah. Their backside.
1: <laughs> yeah, it would be it would be pretty yeah. bad. So yeah. yeah. But
2: you know, and that's that's hard to say. Well, but think of it like this.
1: You know what? I just thought of this. You can you can answer this question really easily too if you just flipped it around. Yep. What team would you hate the most to win it in AT and T Stadium, San Francisco or Philly? San Francisco. You'd hate that. Yeah. See, I think it'd be Philly. But either way, <laughs> this is kind of bad. This is like. Would you rather get punched in the face or the or the or the you know stomach? I mean, like what? This is bad either way. So uh, bad either way yeah. you go. You don't want
2: to get beat by those two
1: teams. No, no, no. But that's not the question. The question is winning right. it there. It's a positive question. So
2: yeah, all right, it's a it is a positive question. Go Cowboys! I hope I hope he gets his seventh seventh and eighth pick sixes. Nice. Week. That would be great to me. All
1: right, awesome man. That would be great. All right, thanks for the call, Kent. All right, good stuff, um, Cowboy Mike. He's in Colorado. Cowboy Mike.
0: Yeah, Nick. How you uh, doing? Really a pleasure. To, really good. Great to get on the show. Hopefully you can hear me.
1: I hear you. Um, I hear you, man. Is this your first call? First time caller. First, first
0: time caller. <laughs> yep. Uh, All right. But I've been a been a cowboy fan since uh, Don Meredith days back back in 66 i became a fan okay so uh, and i'm a season ticket holder but i live in colorado so i'll be there at the game this week and i've always appreciated your insights Uh i think this is going to be a tough game one on the last series of the game with our great kicker kicking a field goal to win it that's my prediction in this game all right but uh um, i really appreciate your insight i Always listen to you and Brian Brodus. I think he, you two give me the best insight.
1: Wow, I appreciate so, that. Thank you so much for for calling and the support. And how we get into the game every? If you're a season ticket holder, are we, is this a jet? What what are we doing here? We fly every every game. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. No, I drive down some of the times. Uh, fly down most of the time. But in a game like this, in which they were back to back home games, yeah. I come down, and then I go to Austin. I'm actually calling from Austin because my sister lives in Austin. All right. So, And I just see the back-to-back games. But I've been coming to games for way back in the Cotton Bowl days. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's great, man. Um,
1: Anything else? on
0: the show. No, that's it. Okay. I want to tell you how great a job you do. I appreciate
1: that. Thank you, Cowboy Mike. We've got a lot of first-time callers today, and uh, it's good. That's uh, maybe four or five uh eh, maybe not that many maybe three but uh but definitely good stuff um from cowboy mike i love that's his own own nickname here all right got a few more minutes here i think we got uh, at least one open phone line um We've got uh, at 888-855-2297. Um, you can definitely give us a call or send us a text here so we can get this on here in the next few minutes. Uh, we do have one more caller that just called in here, so let's go to that. we got Sam in Albuquerque, New Mexico. How you doing, Nick? How you doing?
9: Good, good. So, hey, I wanted to call and answer that question for me. I've been a Cowboys fan since I was little. I was born in 72, so 75. Godfather got me some uh, pajamas, which were actually Roger Staubach pajamas. That's my first favorite player of all time. Nice. But going back to 92, we won in San Francisco. We weren't supposed to win. We, they said we were a year away. So sure. I think winning national championship in San Francisco would be a great storyline for you guys to kind of wrap that all up. We yeah. would probably have to beat Philly in Philly on the way anyway. So. I think that would be great for us unless we can somehow win the division. Yeah. So, I think San Francisco is just a great story to be written.
1: Yeah. I mean, I it, from a historical standpoint, certainly, you know, when you think about not winning uh in 81 uh, with the catch, you know, and, and losing the right. NFC championship and then coming back and beating them there. And then, you know, the, in the 94, you know, season a couple of years later, that down 21 nothing in San Francisco. I mean, there's just so many memorable NFC championship games between the Cowboys and 49ers. So that would be uh that would be awesome in its own right. And then from just a just from an intense standpoint like Philadelphia, um you know, and the fans can say that, you know, I mean Chris Beam will be down there with a camera. I don't know, he might not not it might not be so much fun, you know, when you're down there. Um Definitely not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what would happen there. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure they would probably get out of there pretty quick though. So, um yeah. you know, the Cowboy fans that are still standing would be there to cheer it through. But that's a great problem to have. If if, if it gets to that, it'll um, be a lot of fun if that happens.
9: Definitely. And I think uh, score prediction this week, I think we win 31-17. I think definitely uh, – I think we just – we have what it takes to get over the Eagles, and I think we proved it the last game. But this game, was, I think we're just growing every week, and I've seen the growth. And I know you've said it a lot where – You just keep hearing it's different, it's different. I told my daughter that. My daughter has become a fan the last few years, and we go watch every game together. And I told her, I think you're about to see something special because I feel the growth of this team like we kind of did towards the beginning of the 90s, that the defense is getting better and the pieces are starting to come together. And I think Mike McCarthy was the best decision for us coming around. So I know a lot of people don't say that, but I really think he's the guy to get it done for us. And the staff that we have, all those guys are just amazing.
1: Yeah, so yeah well I, I, pre- I
9: appreciate your time and you do amazing job here so like everybody else says, congratulations on the new show you well deserve it
1: thank you appreciate that sam it's uh, like i said before it's a lot of fun uh chris uh beam does a great job and really helping me uh get you guys on the air quickly and you know and, and we want to give you guys a chance to, to to say you know what you want to do whether it be a you know uh, you know why you became a fan or your favorite player favorite moment what you think is gonna happen I know there's, there's not a lot of uh, platforms to let the fans really kind of you know say what what they think so that's that's really what the, the show's designed to do I'm kind of here to just sort of drive the bus and I'm totally fine with that I'll be a bus driver uh, all day long when it comes to this so good stuff thank you Sam um, from uh, Albuquerque New Mexico New Mexico might win this uh, today on on the most uh, different states there I think we got two callers from New Mexico that's currently in the lead. Running out of time here. We got Kevin in New Jersey as our next caller. Kevin,
0: hey Nick, what's up? I called yesterday talking about my deep-seated hatred of the Eagles, so I yeah? just wanted to answer the question that started the show uh, off. I think it's going to be the Eagles, huh? Okay. <laughs> I got. I mean, just to paint the picture. I mean, I'm a Jersey guy. My wife's family's from Philly. So oh yeah, 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 yeah. My father-in-law is an Eagles fan, and we get together for the games, and he brings this little stuff it around, and it makes this sound that says, Go Eagles! Ugh. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty awful. That it's hasn't, got to be that hasn't been accidentally
1: thrown into the garbage? <laughs> I mean, that that, that <laughs> seems like a perfect pass. You know, go long, deep, throw, garbage, trash, Yeah,
0: out. like I said, well, all four of my sons are Cowboys fans. I mean, we're just waiting for, for them to win it all, but first and foremost... Time out, time out. I'm sorry, game.
1: sorry, sorry, time out. This is your house? And the guy comes and brings a Go Eagles ball to your house.
0: It's family, man. You know. Do you have a dog? <laughs> no dog, not anymore.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but I don't know about it. in the house like that. Okay, sorry. All right, I'm just kind of yeah, like, going off.
0: Like I said, Aubrey kicking the field goal to win the game,
1: like the other caller said. That's that's what we want. There needs to be a bet. If you win that game, I get the I get the ball for ten minutes. We'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. The ball is going in the
1: toilet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks. Nick. Good. All right. Good stuff. All right. See you later. Bye. That was Kevin in New Jersey. Uh, probably, probably our last caller of the day. Chris, we got any more calls? We done? Nope. He might be on the phone. Uh, yeah, we did. I accidentally hung up on him. Oh, God, Chris. Sorry. That's on me. Rookie. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. <laughs> it was Danny. All right. Well, that, that's a good. We can end it. Um, this is about the time we we wrap things up. Anyways, a lot of good uh, good callers today. Get some good first time callers. Good question of the day too. Um, that's what I love about. Uh, and that's the thing I regret the most is that Shelby from Virginia called and asked a question, and I didn't get his answer. I w- wish I would have. I mean, that's that's what I, we're supposed to do. Figure out. You know. I mean, it's a great question. There's got to be some history behind it. There should have asked him what he thought maybe he can call back tomorrow or send a text question but anyways good question there who if you if you were going to win the NFC championship game on the road would you rather be Philly or San Francisco i mean obviously that doesn't really matter i mean that's like saying you know you know when you win the lottery do you know do you want it sum some or do you want the you know do you want the the payments i mean it, it, let's we'll figure it out either way it's going to be pretty awesome so okay good stuff man my P- answer is either yeah uh, either you know. chris beam says either I Doesn't said either. matter either. either yeah that's good i mean that's spoken just like somebody that's been here 25 just years that's never it. won it so just win it yeah doesn't matter It'll be in Detroit. I mean, you know, it won't even even matter. Doesn't matter either way. No one cares about that, about how you get there. It's just getting there. All right. So, for Chris Beam, I'm Nick Eatman. We will see you tomorrow on Cowboy Storyline. See you.
3: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com
0: and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
7: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!